Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Sending love to my brothers and sisters in Orlando. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Hope, hope you're holding up okay. I know it's been an emotional week or 10 days or so. Just when we were uh, working on dealing with Mr. Brock Turner and how difficult his life is about to become, uh, then, you know, this tragedy in Orlando happens. Uh, I am I was going to do show dates. I'm not going to do show dates. Go to manorpod.com slash comedy if you want to see me live. I am performing a lot this particular weekend, both in New York City and upstate. So if you want to see me, check that out. But uh, if you are in the New York City area and you are hurting and you want to do something that is fun, that gets your mind off of this tragedy, if not just for a few hours, or if you want to go to a place that is lit up by glow sticks with people who are filled with love uh, and you just want some hugs and you want to dance out the pain, what the flow actually might be an, a good place for you to try out. I'm going to be there on Friday. There's uh, There are floats on Friday and Saturday. Again, they're not sponsors. I don't get a I don't benefit from pimping it out here. You, you can get tickets for that at whatthefloat.com. Uh, I'll be at the Friday float. So, yeah. Um, I woke up Sunday, like all of you, feeling particularly numb when reading the news uh, of Orlando. Uh, surely any podcast or blog or web series you tune into every week or every day has or will address the tragedy uh, of this mass shooting in Orlando at a gay nightclub. A lot of them are going to a lot of them are going to have uh, thoughtful things to say about it uh, and, and to contextualize this hate. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not going to expound and opine on the shooting because I'm not really the guy to do it. Others have and will do a much better job than I can because uh, they're activists or community leaders or celebrity voices or they themselves are queer and I'm just a lowly comedian in Brooklyn with a fuck show. I don't know that my thoughts are really going to add much to the conversation. So I'm, I'm going to try not to. If you need to try to make sense of this senseless act, check out Dan Savage or President Obama or your favorite columnist or John Oliver, Samantha B, uh, countless others will, um, will have words for you that may that may comfort you a bit. I don't know that's going to beat me. Sorry. I'm just uh look, I'm Mr. Privilege Boy in Brooklyn. I don't I don't even know what it feels like. I haven't I've I didn't lose anyone in the attack. I am not queer myself, so I don't feel particularly targeted. I'm not going to pretend to know how any of that feels. And this happens uh, a lot it, it's sad that in my lifetime, I've lived through four of the biggest mass shootings in this country's history, three of which, the top three of which I, I remember very distinctly. 
Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, and Orlando. And the same thing kind of happens every time. Nothing really changes. I'm kind of jaded to it. And every time this happens, there's um, outpourings of support and love and uh, those useless things called prayers. But in particular, you know, now that every politician has a fucking Twitter account, you know, we've got politicians put they got they got it. They, they had the obligatory tweet of I I send our thoughts and prayers to the victims and the victims' families and may God bless America. And uh, these are the you know who else is doing this? Senators and Congress people who uh, vote against the LGBT community. You don't get to pray for them and vote against them. Not cool, dude. Just, no, you got the dead faggots that you wanted, okay? Now go and fucking celebrate on Twitter the way uh, your your voting record and quotes would make us believe you feel. No, go. Go be like, yeah, good on this dude, Omar or whatever. Good on him for killing the right people this time. You know, I'm just sick and tired of seeing, like, innocent heterosexual-ish Americans getting gunned down and children getting gunned down and soldiers getting gunned down. Finally, they targeted the right people. Go say that, you fucking cowards. You motherfuckers. Uh, I can't believe I'm getting this list from Teen Vogue, of all places, but I will give credit where credit's due. Uh, Here's just a few examples, and I'm sure these are not the only ones. Here's just a few examples of uh, people in D.C., who are fucking being pieces of shit, sending useless prayers on Twitter. You know what's more useless than prayers? Twitter prayers. That's, <laughs> and he's just like, oh my God, would you just, if you're going to do your silly God thing, can you at least pray like an adult, not on Twitter? Ugh. So here's some assholes uh, to be put on notice, you know, like Senator Pat Roberts of Kansas who thought uh, same-sex marriage was, quote-unquote, too liberal for for his Midwestern state. Or how about uh, Congressman Pete Olson of Texas or Senator Shelley Moore of West Virginia? And then we've got that uh, that asshole we all know and and despise, Mitch McConnell from Kentucky. You're so sad to see these people dead after they lived a life that was more difficult because of you. Uh, Also, like Representative Mike Kelly from Pennsylvania. His deepest prayers and sympathies are with the victims, uh, which I hope he knows that they were gay victims, the same gay victims he didn't want to be able to adopt. Paul Ryan from Wisconsin, John Kasich, governor of Ohio, uh, Congresswoman Mimi Walters, you cunt, go fuck yourself. Uh, Also, Congressman David Young from Iowa. Uh, If any of you come from these states, I do hope you are voting against these douchebags. And come November... Remember, remember who not only votes for uh, bigoted legislation, but also remember who was spineless enough to tweet prayers for the people they hate. Just admit you don't like them. Just say, I hate I hate the queers. I'm a vote against them. And I'm glad they're dead. Just fucking say it. You goddamn cowards. There's some of these states Sadly enough, I feel like they could say that and still get reelected in their district. Anyways, um, again, <clears throat> I, I won't say my my prayers are with the families, but my thoughts are. My thoughts are with the country where 
this shit is still happening and nothing will change and we all end up dead in a box at the end, right? I don't know because I, I don't know how else to feel about each shooting after shooting after shooting, Brock Turner after Brock Turner after Bill Cosby. So uh, what what can I do? I'm I'm just a clown here on with a microphone and I'm just going to try to ha- cheer y'all up and hope that you all can have a good time. So uh, <laughs> let's... We, I've got a show for you, and we're going to do it, and we're going to try to have some fun with it, because that's what you tuned in for. You did not tune in for uh, politics. I know I am not your political podcast, so I will not try too hard to be, but I did want to point that out, just in case. You, I know a lot of you don't have Twitter, and uh, if you didn't know, that kind of bullshit happens on there. So what do I want to share with you? Uh, I found what might have been one of my favorite Reddit posts. Uh, the other day, it was an ad and it was very interesting. I applied. I think I made it to like the second round of interviews before, like, you know, she chose someone else, but <laughs> there's this ad is titled, let me play w- is in random acts of blowjob. And it's titled, let me play with your cock in NYC it says, hi, I'm looking for something specific, a guy who will let me play with his cock how I want to, without too much pressure to do anything specific. I want to feel your cock, hold it, spit on it, admire it, suck it, lick it, and gag on it. But I want to do it at my own pace. I would like to meet up with a guy who is cool with just uh, sitting back and let me play with your cock. And who might also be into stroking it in front of me and teaching me what makes it feel good. I'm looking for someone attractive and clean, into 420, but nothing harder. Which, by the way, super typical of Craigslist and Reddit ads. Tell me why this appeals to you, and please include a pic. Face pics are good, but honestly, I'm probably more interested in finding a great cock. I'd like to do this sometime tomorrow. Tell me what you have in mind. Ah, loved this post. That seems like so much fun. It's so low pressure. And I I think I've said this time and time again on the show. I love me a low pressure sexual scenario. Mmm. I just sit back. She can play with it. It can be soft. It can be hard. It can come. It cannot come. Oh, I love it. I would have loved to do this scenario with her. I'd like to do this scenario with a stranger at some point. This seems like a fun one-off encounter to do. I think that would be a good time. But if you're ever looking for ideas and you're trying to do something different, just maybe sit around and play with a dick for a bit. See what it does. See what fun things you find. Play with that frenulum a little bit. See what magic uh, transpires. <laughs> uh, but this, this week's episode is with Rachel. Uh, and you may remember Rachel from last year. She is returning. You know, people always say, oh, do you just like interview all the girls you fucked? I'm like, yeah, well, sometimes I call a woman nine years later who I made out with in a bar one time. And Rachel is one of those girls. <laughs> Sophomore year, I made out with Rachel in a bar uh, and then like a weirdo because I wanted to not keep hooking up with her. I made her think that I was a 17-year-old visiting high school senior so that she would get me to stop the encounter. So when when I was like, oh, when she asked, like, so how old are you? I was like, oh, I'm 17. I'm just visiting my older brother at NYU. She was like, oh, honey. You're, this was very fun, but like this has to stop. 
which is like a shitty way to lie, but it was effective. It did exactly what I wanted. However, the next day, uh, I'm going to the elevator in my dorm, and the doors open, and right there is Rachel. And she just gave she didn't she didn't have to say anything. She just gave me a look of, oh you motherfucker, oh you son of a bitch, <laughs> um, and that was how a, a vague acquaintance friendship began. And I had uh so I had a really the wise Rachel back. Good question. No, we did not fuck. Kind of wish we did, but didn't happen. It's okay. During my podcast with Rachel last year, I felt like a spark. Similarly to to Maria from last week's episode, I just was like, wow, this is what I was digging about you way back when I'm experiencing it all. I'm experiencing like almost like a first date all over again. And I was like, maybe I should ask her out. But at the time I was dating a friend of hers and then that girl broke things off with me. So I was like, "Okay, you know, what? maybe in a few months I should hit up Rachel. And I kind of pussied out and never did. I know some of you might go like, oh, my God, Billy, why are you saying pussied out? It should be uh, uh, testicled out because testicles are weak. I know. I know the argument. Let me speak colloquially, please. This is not the dirtiest of episodes, and that's okay. It's very fun. I had a good time with it, and I hope you do, too. A lot of talk about love and trust and relationships and needing attention and it's just a good time so i hope you all enjoy my follow-up episode with rachel and stay tuned to the end of this week's episode for a teaser for my bonus show with emma wilman this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Five jobs. Yeah, five. Are any of them picking up shitty fucking basic bitches who just had life handed to them because no, of their but looks? I am the basic bitch a lot you're... of the time because oh. I <laughs> take cabs so much now because of all the jobs. It's rare. You rarely hear someone admit to being the basic. I'm absolutely dish. basic. I love an almond latte. <laughs> I love chips and guacamole. I go to yoga class almost every single day, and I take a cab home all the time. And you spit during blowjobs, probably. No. <sighs> You'll never know. I, I will never know. I have never known. Uh, we, <laughs> we were back with Rachel, and I have feelings about my Uber drive from here <laughs> no it's just ridiculous because 13 blocks that made me be 15 minutes late yeah well i work a waitressing job and the brunch crowd is unlike it like in well i work in midtown and the brunch crowd is all ba- it's all basic bitches for lack of a you know more creative term. and there's three emily's in every group yeah exactly <laughs> and do you do you see the brunch crowd and you go like those are my people no, not at all. Like, like, I'm wanna, actually, can I join you? No, <laughs> I'm so grateful that I'm not one of them. And I also, um, no, half of me feels really grateful that I'm not one of them. Half of me feels like, oh, I kind of wish that I like had the means to be one of you, but I'm a waitress so, uh, and I have to be that for the time being. Yeah. Well, my, my Uber, my Uber driver is trying to like bond with me as like a, as like a dude guy. Oh, afterwards. like, oh man, can you believe this? Yeah. Well, they, they got out of the car and, and we started driving again. He goes like hot chicks. Right. And I'm like, 
yeah, man. It's kind of like a weird thing to say. If I'm like <laughs> fucking bitches for not wanting to walk 13 blocks on a beautiful day. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, man, they're only good for one thing, right? And I'm like, not really. Like he's just, he's like missing on every trying to be like masculine he's connection. Like trying to find, yeah. Not working. Uh, also, like I would never have sex with someone who takes a cab 13 blocks on a beautiful day. Like I just wouldn't, I couldn't you do might, that. And you just don't know it. Is that uh, is that like uh, a lot of people are in non-monogamous relationships, but they don't know it? It's like, mm-hmm. Billy, you, you fuck basic bitches, but you had no idea. You probably do. Eep. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> as long as you're blissfully unaware. <laughs> well, how are you? You uh, Things are different. Yeah, things are super different than they were last February. Yeah. Yeah. For one, you're not wearing flannel pajamas. I'm not wearing any flannel pajamas. Only because Although those were cute. A, those were cute. Those I remember cute. them being, I distinctly remember them looking very cute. Yeah, but there's, I have like a summertime version that I'm not wearing right now, obviously. But what, what is it, like a flannel bikini? No, they're like, um, you probably don't remember, like silk limited to no, shorts. I, I, had two, I had two little sisters. So you know what I, I'm I know talking about, about then. Two. Well, I have my own version of that, my okay. 20, 26 year old version of that. So. <laughs> what can I say? But yeah, no, things are really good. Things are very different. Sorry, mm-hmm. my shoes got um than they were. Uh I feel like after the last time we talked, I literally spent like six months like not really talking to guys like at all. Really? Yeah. Like I st- like I was kind of seeing a guy yeah. and it was like we were pretty casual, which felt good. Until it just didn't feel that good anymore. Mm. And I learned a lot about myself through trying to be in like a casual thing. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a new, in a New York relationship. Yeah, totally. And I like, because I am the type of person who, even if we're just having sex, like quote unquote, we're not in my mind, like we're not just having sex. Like I, we're, we're mixing minds. Yeah. We're mixing minds. We're having sex and then having like, we're still like spending time together and like investing in things. And I'm still like coming to your apartment in the freezing cold weather that's not anywhere close to a train so that I can see you like, and you're not paying for my cab ride home. Speaking of basic bitches, like there's more, it's more than just sex and then and, you go like well what is this he's like i don't want to use labels yeah and you're exactly. like, what the fuck yeah i mean like just the fact that you don't want to use labels you're putting a label on it you're saying like oh this is one of those things that we don't put a label on that's well, that, a label that's a fucking label it's a very long label it's a long but label it's- but it's an annoying label and i think also one person always ends up getting their feelings hurt. Like, I think inevitably it never ends with like a, oh, that was fun and now we're done. But every relationship ends with feelings hurt. Every single That's one. That's true. Because either you break up or someone dies. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like, I mean, unless you get like married. But and yeah, then, then someone, someone dies. dies. So yeah. So yeah, you're uh, right. And <laughs> just but like you can't avoid hurting somebody's feelings right. by not putting a label on it. So I learned that about myself very quickly. And I stopped hooking up with that with this one guy okay. and then i like you know i just 
it just, you know, nothing really like was coming my way that was very interesting to me. And I felt really sad about the fact that I didn't have like a male partner in my life, like in any mm. way, shape or form. But I also didn't have any like motivation to go out and find one. So I sort of took that as a sign that it was my time to not be doing that. And that was okay. But now there's now there's a boyfriend. Yeah. So now there's a boyfriend who was the boyfriend. Okay. Uh, who I broke up with, who I had broken up with not that long before you and I talked. Wait, so why why did you guys break up again? We broke up. We had been long distance for like two years. Okay. He moved to the city to be with me, among other reasons. Oh, I vaguely And then you yeah, broke Yeah, and then things got really shitty, like really quickly. Because when you live far away from somebody, you only know the best parts of them. They only show you the best parts of themselves. It's like, oh, my boyfriend is coming to visit. Let me clean my apartment. Like, let me shave my legs. Let me, like, make sure I have, like, a freed up schedule. Let me go buy some condoms. Let like, me, let like, me make get sure ready I have condoms yeah. on hand. And, like, let me make sure, like, my good Spotify playlist is up. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, and it's this thing that I call, and I call, I tell my brother about this all the time. It's called, I call it like the bachelor syndrome and not like bachelors, like men, but bachelors, like the television show. It's like, you can fall in love in a gondola over like the Swiss out, not a gondola, a gondola. Gondola. That's a, the chairlift thing. Ah, um, yeah, right. You can right. fall in love when, like, having but a picnic. You know what? You can fall in love in a gondola. The yeah, boat absolutely. As well. Or you can do that. I, I was picturing that. That's okay. way more. Either way, to me. either way. I'm a winter person. You're a so, winter person. Okay. So, like, you can fall in love in that like fantastic situation, having a picnic and like looking into each other's eyes in this like crazy situation that you'd never be able to have otherwise. But can you fall in love like sitting on the couch next to each other, like? While a mirror is hanging While over, a mirror you in your apartment like might f- fall down and hurt you and like a mouse runs by in your apartment or like maybe you have bed bugs and you might have given them to your – I don't have bed bugs. That's just, just an example. I just stood up off the couch. That's just an example. Okay. I don't have bed bugs. But like, you know, can you can you also be in love in those situations or can you be in love like when you show a person like a very dark side of yourself? And like we had a really hard time doing that. Hmm. So I decided it was best for us to break up. And I did. And I, what was the dark side? I mean, his dark side was that he just didn't trust me. Like he had no, he had no. Oh right! Trust in now me. I'm now it's coming back. Yeah. He was very like uh, he always was suspected. Yeah, he always suspected that I was like cheating on him. And my dark side was that like. Please don't say like my dark side was I was. No, I mean I wasn't. I wasn't cheating on him by any means, but I was so insecure with myself that he, when he was far away, I would like seek out attention in ways that would like really push the boundaries. And so he like never flirted at bars. Yeah, like super flirted at bars. But that's, I don't like, know. But but in ways that like if he had seen me doing that, and you have to ask yourself the question: It's like if this person that I'm with saw me doing this, would their feelings be really hurt and would they be justified? And but you would never like, need to do that if he was there because you wouldn't be seeking the new attention because that person's there. Yeah, I totally. But I think like in his mind is like, isn't the attention that I'm giving you, even if it's from like far away, like, isn't it enough? Isn't this why you want to be with me? And so, but so those were the basic things. And I think those are like basic problems that you can get over in a relationship and you can find trust and you can find the balance and, and all of that. But, but we just kind of like let resentment that we had built up eat away at our relationship that mm-hmm. was initially really good. So we, so I broke up and with him and he, I like ruined him. 
uh, it was Ru- ruined. Like it was, it was all, we have a lot of the same friends. So I knew sort of what was going on in his life, but then he got definitely had the chance to get back at me several times. Um, and we just were really, really awful to each other, even when we were broken up. So then what, what, why are you guys back together now? So finally I did this really stupid thing where I would like keep on reaching out to him uh, because I don't know if I, you know, I think a lot of it was like, I think I realized that I had made a mistake. I had sort of jumped the gun. Shut that's a big up. boy. That's a big boy. Disgusting. That's a, that's a big one. No, it's not even that big. That's, pre- oh, that's pretty big. Oh, I hate it. There's a cockroach in my apartment nice. for all the listeners. Big old cockroach going Shut up the wall. Shut up. I hate everything. Welcome I to New York, everybody. I just did the dishes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> We're not sitting in like a shitty apartment. This place is kind of cute. Okay. It's kind of cute, yeah. I know. It's good. Um. Oh, God. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Focus. Look, keep calm. And buy uh, shoes, disgusting. apparently. Uh, and buy shoes. Yeah, so we bumped into each other, actually, at a show uh, in September of 2015. And I had finally, like, stopped reaching out, tried to give him his space. Mm-hmm. We bumped into each other at a show. I had no idea that he was going to be there. And afterwards, I was so shaken by the fact that he had been there. And, like, I couldn't even think about the show the entire time. I was, like, feeling like such a... I was like, you know, if I had known that he was going to be there, I wouldn't have shown up to the show. I didn't, you know, it's been my goal to like not be involving myself in that. And I just, you know, I sent him an email and I was like, I just want you to know, I didn't know that you were going to be there tonight. And if I did, I wouldn't have tried to like invade your privacy. It's so, it's so odd the whole, like when you're broken up with someone uh, and it was serious for the bad breakup. Just... You like kind of lose friends like in the divorce and stuff like that. I went to uh, went to a birthday party last year. Uh, after like my heart got fucking ripped out of me, uh, shortly after we recorded, uh, th- this woman, she <laughs> destroyed me. Wait, is this the one you were in an open, like you were kind of like she's, the third she's, party? She's in an open relationship with her boyfriend, but it's don't ask, don't tell. And she like had me intro. It was weird. Like but I, you like actually, God, it's still fucking there, <laughs> but you actually Look, like really, how had good, how good is her. this podcast? Cockroach wants to listen in. He's like, fucking cockroach. I wanna, I wanna What's your love life like? <laughs> He's like, I probably I'm, have 10 wives. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. Okay. Keep talking. Just don't worry about <laughs> He's it. He's got kids all over the place. in your apartment sometimes? No. How do you not have roaches in your apartment? I have a pretty good place. <laughs> I've lived here for four years, and this is like the first summer that there have been roaches. Anyway, okay, keep going. She was in an open relationship with her guy. We They were not polyamorous, so she was not supposed to be dating other people. She was not supposed to be emotionally like involved with, other, with people. other people. She's only supposed to fuck other people. But we got emotionally involved. It was mutual. Like It wasn't just Billy She like, got- liked you. Yeah, like one time after sex, she rolled over and said- God, I wish I was Polly because I would totally date you. That's so fucked. That That's she had so the gall fucked to say, say that. That's so fucking weird. It's like, why would you plant that hope in somebody's brain when you yeah. know for a fact that they have like feelings for you? Because she knew that right. you had feelings for her, right? Yeah, it was. But again, it was it was a mutual thing. Yeah. And she doesn't normally fuck. We were fucking for nine months. It's enough she, time to have like a baby. Yeah. Normally, she just fucks a guy once or twice and is done. So you were like a, you were special. Yeah, I was a special fuckboy. Yeah. And uh, and that ended very poorly because she wanted to remove the emotional aspect of the relationship. Right. And I was like, look, three months in, you can say, hey, this is going, this is getting too deep for me. 
I don't think that's good. Let's pull back on the emotional stuff and get focus on either being friends or just fucking or both. But let you know, it feels too datey. Right. Me. That's fine to do after a couple months. Right. Nine months in, it's a little. It's a little too late. For yeah. That. It's like, and it's that's sort of like I think what I did in my relationship. I like literally was like, I think we need to like put the brakes on this. He was like. We've been together for almost two years. I moved here for you. Right. Like the train is going. Yeah. And the only way it's going to stop is if it's like a catastrophic crash. This is not da- – you don't downgrade. Yeah. Here. You can't. We can't downgrade to just fucking yeah, after that. Yeah, it's too serious. No. Yeah. Uh, but, and and she, she destroyed me. It was, yeah. And I, I was the one who technically ended it because she presented me this and I said fuck off. But, you know, we – like there was a birthday party. Where we have a mutual friend, um, Corinne Fisher, who runs a, another popular podcast. We both know her. And, and there was a birthday party. And there was a lot of comedians. But also that uh, her and the boyfriend were going to be there. And I just spent the entire time trying to like, uh, I don't want to make eye contact with and, and Yeah, and you just like freak out about it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like probably. Then I can't have a her, good time at the party. But also it's like her good time is probably ruined. And then your good time is ruined. I don't know. She then, looked like she was having a good time. Well, I, then she sounds like a bitch. I wanted, I really wanted her to not have a good time. Yeah, well, yeah. I wanted her to be like, shit, Billy's here. Yeah, obviously. But, oh, well. Yeah. I'm also, uh, what's immature? I think that I, I think that's, that's the word there. I don't think that's immature though. I think that's like a totally human thing. Like there's a person who, like I dated right before I dated my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, mm-hmm. for the first time, and he really hurt my feelings. Uh, we were never in a serious relationship, but I was like serious about him. And he broke it off with me because he just said he like wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And like he still affects me to this day. I don't want him to like be my boyfriend. But like if I were to bump into him at a party and he saw me with like my super hot boyfriend, I would want him to like feel yeah. kind of bad about the fact that he's seeing me with my super hot boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Because my boyfriend is super hot. <laughs> so he really is. Yeah. And, I Yeah. That, that's, that's what I want for I, I I get I get petty. That was the word petty. Yeah. I there's a the woman who just, I just went through a breakup uh, about like a month and a half ago. Shit. Yeah, wasn't wasn't fun. And <laughs> I really wanted. I feel all negative things towards her because she was trying to be nice. You were, we were talking earlier about like the casual trying to be casual to like um I forget what I was saying, but no. So. She was trying to be nice by saying um, that basically passing it off like we were breaking off because she was moving away. But she wasn't. She just chose the other guy, which I found out like through social media. So she wasn't which actually was moving worse. away? She just no, lied. she was moving away. We knew about – but we knew about this move for a long time. We talked about me visiting right. and all that jazz. And then like a week before she leaves New York, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore and I, I don't think we should do this anymore and uh so she was just choosing to be long distance basically with another guy that wasn't you right but she didn't say that she made it seem like it was the distance i knew about the other guy because we'd already had this conversation we were like are you dating anyone else or are you dating anyone else she's like yeah i'm seeing the sky and i was like cool okay i've i fuck some people sometimes but i've also been dating some this other woman seriously and uh we're like okay cool and we didn't mind because we instantly went back to talking about us um so i knew that there was another guy it's not like she was like had to worry about saying, oh, there's been this other guy the whole time. I already knew. So you can just be like, you remember that guy I told you about? I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's more serious with him. It's going to hurt either way. But yeah. this way, the way she did it, it hurt three different times. 
because I heard on the the break off, it hurt when I suspected that she was still dating the other guy, and then it hurt when I confirmed that it was the other guy. Yeah, you know, which is bitchy and it's cowardly. And coming from a person who like has done the bitchy and cowardly thing, like me, I have done the bitchy. I think I sort of did the bitchy and cowardly thing when I broke up with my boyfriend. Like. I've never been on the other side of it. I've never really been like on like seriously, I've never been on the receiving side of it. But I can say as the person who's done it, the aftermath, like knowing that you've done it is so shitty that I can only imagine what it feels like to be on the receiving end of it. And I want her to feel shitty. I yeah. want and and this so this is what how petty I am. So she's a professional opera singer, right? And uh someone posted the other day a video from America's Got Talent. 13 year old opera singer or like, like amazing and she was phenomenal and i think she's also a soprano which this this other chick is so part of me was like i want i want i want to lose out on all the roles to this 13 to this 13 year old and yeah. <laughs> like on everything yeah i mean yeah and like you have to, whatever you have to say to like you know get yourself through it it's fine yeah but that's how petty I am. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> What's that like uh, dating someone who you dated for two years, then mm-hmm. you didn't date for a year and then went back? Like that's kind of uh, Yeah, it's odd. Kinda, it's super weird sometimes because number one, you have to make sure that you don't fall back into old habits. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just going to end up where you started. What are your old habits? Um, Like... I mean, I got, I'm, I guess like I'm a flirty person. Like I'm a, and that's just because I've been like single. I mean, he's really the only really serious relationship I've ever been in. Right. So, um, there are, I mean, you shouldn't have to change yourself to be with another person, obviously, right. but you might have to like rein it in sometimes. Like you might not be able to like do all the things that you used to do to like get a free drink in a bar. You know what I mean? Like not that I would like do anything too crazy. Maybe like in college I did some stupid shit, but, <laughs> but like maybe that night in Halloween. Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> sailor night? I literally wore no pants out into the streets of New York City. I got all my free drinks. All the free but, drinks? But you know, obviously I wouldn't do things like that anymore or like – um, you know, like see, the, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, well, I mean, I you're I, not like giving hand jobs for free. Drinks. No, totally no. But the more the like for him, it's like more the emotional stuff. It's like I'm not gonna like I'm trying, you know, not to reach out to that old person, that old flame who like really hurt my feelings because he, my boyfriend now knows that that person really hurt me, mm-hmm. and he also knows that I'm still very affected by that person, mm-hmm. and it's like why do I want, I have this great thing in my life. Why do I need to involve myself with a person who hurt my feelings? That's hurting my boyfriend. That's also like, even of, without the boyfriend, I don't, I don't see why you would. Yeah. It's that. like, I'm taking a step back in my own self. I'm like becoming my, my, I'm becoming 23 again, you know? And on his side, it's like, he needs to work on trusting me. Remembering that like my life in New York city was my life in New York city before he moved there. So like, it didn't just stop when he moved mm. to be with me. And I, and I have all these other like passions and, and things that keep on moving. And like, he's one of them, but like, there's also a lot of things going on in my life. And I think now the difference is like when we were together the first time we like had to be together or it was a mess and we were messes. And now it's like, no, we both know that we are a hundred percent capable of being without each other. Like I got into graduate school he got into graduate school. Like we did all of that yeah. on our own. 
you know, we all both like got way better jobs and are like living better lives financially and mentally and, you know, like physical, like health, you know, health wise and all of that. But it's like at the end of the day, when we have like a really hard day or a really great day, it's like, who do you want to celebrate it with? Or who do you want to like bitch about it with? Well, I want to bitch about it with him. Um, so that's a difference. We don't need to be together. We just choose to be, but you know, he still gets really mad at me sometimes about the way that I broke up with him. And sometimes, you know, it's going to be almost two years now, like since the day that I broke up with him. And so there's, there's two years of dating. Then there's two years of not dating. And now there's like almost well, another like year of year, dating. It was like a year of dating. Well, you it broke was like, up. It, okay. It's, it was a year of being broken up. Okay. So we got back together. Oh, about right, right. A because it's been a we, year. Yeah. Right. So, but sometimes though, like when he goes a long time without seeing me or something Is like he, that. Wait, so are you guys long distance? Or? No, he lives like two stops away from me on the train now. But, um, like what's next, a long time not seeing you? Well, if we go like four or five days, like next week, I'm going, I'm going to be away all yeah. week next week. And sometimes like then he'll, and he works so hard. And sometimes it'll be like, oh man, I was like so frustrated. And sometimes you still need something to like, really channel your frustration mm. and sometimes it'd be like yeah for like a couple hours the other day i was like so mad at you for you know because i really like affected the course of his life when i you know or the course of the next Jesus, year what did he do life. like start heroin like how, no, but like, how bad was this i mean he had just moved to the city. He, <laughs> he had enrolled in school in the city to get another degree so he could get his master's degree and like you know all this stuff was happening for him and then i broke up with him and he almost like didn't continue with it he almost changed all of it Jeez. and um there's something like really hor- you know like sad and also very honest that he said to me when we got back together is that he learned you can be like a dead person you can be dead on the inside oh yeah and still be walking around and and like conversing with other i was like that for like a month or a few weeks uh, after the last breakup yeah and he said i've never felt that feeling before and i now i felt it with you so you have to understand like getting back together is more than just like yay we're getting back together it's like no this is a person who like tore me down very quickly and you know that's not to say that i'm like the the villain in all of this because i had my own reasons obviously but that is also something that i really have to take into consideration even almost a year later of after a year of dating it's like still something that i need to think about you you said that uh it hurts on your end being the one doing the dumping yeah sometimes i think i would rather be dumped than do the dumping so now a lot of people tend to call bullshit on that because they go like, yeah, they know it's hard, but most people always feel bad for the one who gets broken up with. Yeah, totally. But like for me, I mean, number reason, number one, the reason that I broke up with my boyfriend had nothing to do with not loving him. I loved him so much. So the idea of hurting him was like the worst, but I also was like, he was hurting me. (laughs) Mm. Um, but also, and like not to talk down about myself, but I also, something I'm working on is like not being like spineless. Like I do think that this is something that I need to work on, which is like being much more honest about my feelings. And I think part of the reason that I probably would rather have somebody break up with me is because sometimes I just think I need somebody else to make, make the decision, you know, like something else is going, when something's going really wrong, it's like, okay, somebody needs to say something, but I don't want to be the person to say it. I want somebody else to be the person to say it. 
Right. And a lot of people, you know, sometimes people will do the bullshit stuff like they'll be an asshole just to get them to break up with you. Yeah. Or they'll just ghost and hope that you get the mess. They do these passive aggressive bullshit where it's like, no, just be a fucking adult yeah, and, and t- communicate. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to be comfortable, but you're not supposed to be comfortable all the time. Right. It's how we get weak people. Exactly. You're just trying to always be comfortable. Right. And that's also how you test. Also, is that you two there with the nose touching photo? No, that's my gay best friend. Okay. I was going to say that's adorable. It's still adorable. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's pretty Continue. cute. I, know. I thought you were going to point like another cockroach and I was about to lose my mind. No, I've stopped pointing at them. Oh my gosh. Um, Have you seen more than one? Well, they're holding up a sign, hi, Rachel, but then they keep hiding when you oh look. Oh, my God. They're, they're so silly. fucking with you. Oh, little... <laughs> I don't have a word with them. Um, disgusting. So I have you back on a second time. Yeah. And usually if I have a, a guest on who I thought was really great, because I thought you were great. Oh, I enjoyed thanks. our... Our, our chat what was cool about our, ch- our chat was that we hadn't talked in like i don't know a long time like four yeah, yeah years uh and and that one hookup was you know like eight years before yeah, you know it was so just, silly yeah so silly that that's even brought up right i know the podcast jerk, premise is weird uh it's but liar <laughs> and if yeah if you want to know what the origin story of this is go back to episode something something and uh <laughs> Jesus. but f- what was uh interesting was and I think it's good that we're talking now. You've got the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing someone. So it's like more appropriate. So after our talk, I left. And I think I said this during the podcast. I was like, fuck, I think I fucked up back then because like you're great. And I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. Right? You were just like, oh, let me make up this elaborate well, story like, about like who I am. <laughs> What'd you say that you were like 18 years old? I got I, I did a passive aggressive thing to get you to not want to keep hooking up or to see each other again. Whereas uh, when I got, I directed the conversation to age school stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're such a baby later. Yeah. And so I got you to say like, you know, what year you were and what you're studying. And you were, so you would return volley that, and then, uh, and that's when I knew I would throw in, Oh, I don't go to school here. I'm a pre-frosh. I made it seem like I was like 17 or 18. Like you were in high school or something like that. That's such a weird thing that we do. Like, I've caught myself do. I used to catch myself doing that sometimes. Like, especially when I was single. Like, after my boyfriend, like a guy would come up and try to like talk to me, and I would make up some excuse to not speak to him. And then I would like an hour later, I'd be like, "Why did I make up that excuse? Like that guy wasn't ugly. He wasn't saying anything inappropriate to me. He was simply asking me." You know, something silly, like something, you know, nice about my life. Not silly. What'd you think of the last episode of Walking Dead? I don't know. Yeah. Or like, you know, like asking me what I do for a living on the train or, you know, something like that. It's like, why was I so against the idea of like having a conversation with a new person? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is so funny. I think that's like something that we automatically revert to if it's not if it's like foreign to well, us because we don't want to our our generation's uncomfortable with just being honest i know uh, yeah we like do everything through a dating app yeah instead of just being like and even if you didn't want to talk to him and you were coming up with an excuse to hopefully get him to go away you could have also just said uh i'm just not sorry i'm just not interested yeah just, i could have just been like a respectful person then again guys don't shit. always take that on the first try that's but true. you know uh <laughs> that's absolutely true but the reason I got back in touch, why I want to do an episode, and I think it's more interesting that we're both seeing other people, though, is after we recorded, I was like kind of blown away. I was like, shit. 
So I put in, I've done this a few, we talked about this on last week's episode with a girl from years ago. Um, if I, if I suspected that there might've been something there, I put in my iCal like two, three months in advance, just like call Rachel. So I was, I was contemplating calling you out for like, uh, asking you out for like the last like year and a half. Really? Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. But then I bumped into you with, um, yeah. Oh, so, so then, and then, so I, I keep put, I put that forward. I put that forward. I was like, okay, let's do that. Let's do that. And then, uh, I start dating your friend. Oh no, maybe that came, you know, and that's why I did it. The order of events was first I was dating her. Then we recorded, uh, then she broke things off. And when we recorded, because I didn't know what was going on with me and your friend, was I put like two, three months in advance be like, to see what's going like, on. check it out. Yeah. Um, and then she had ended things. And then I put it off like another two months. And then I got chicken shit and didn't do it again. So yeah. I kept pushing off months and months this like thing in my calendar, which was in my calendar as of like a month ago. So silly. Like right before I asked you to do the podcast. Yeah. I instead was like, let's ask her to do the podcast instead of ask her out. And then you were like, I have a boyfriend. I was like, perfect. Perfect. Honestly, too, it's probably better because I was. I was like celibate. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, but but again, it, was, it wasn't like, hey, let's try to fuck Rachel. Although you uh, clean up quite nicely. I was like, wow, she's quite, I mean. <laughs> Every time you come to my apartment, I literally look like I just went through like a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the final pajamas are very cute. Uh, There's but- a roach on my wall. There's no air conditioning in my apartment. And yet I still was like, I think I want to go out with her. And that was... uh, Glad I have that effect on people in my flannel pajamas. Yeah. Uh, So so I found that very interesting that in reconnecting and having a conversation very strangely on two microphones that I was like, shit, maybe there's... uh, Maybe there was... uh, Like the girl. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I am though. (laughs) I don't know that much about you, Billy, but... the little you know. But the little I know, I feel like I wouldn't be able to keep up with your life. A lot of people say, and this came up last week too, was um, a lot a struggle I have in dating is because I'm not, quote unquote, like normal, but I'm also not like deep in the poly slut world. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not the guy who's trying to bang everybody. Right. And I'm not trying to have three girlfriends. And I go to an orgy and I don't try to fuck everybody. And uh, so I'm not fully in that camp. I'm in this weird gray area, right? So I don't fit in with either either camp. Right. Uh, also, so what happens is with the polypovoke, I'm not like crazy enough and they may be going too fast for me. And then with quote unquote normal people, uh, a lot of the common fear is that my sexual past will become their sexual present. Yeah. And they like don't want that. And and I'm not ever I don't even ask for that you know yeah. like if I'm dating someone and they're not in the sex parties I'm like that's fine you don't, don't have to go to them I don't need to I'll, I still want to go I won't do anything but those are where my friends are um but yeah it's, see yeah that, would, that but that, would but that's not but if I say look I'll go, I'm gonna go to this party people are gonna be fucking but I'm not gonna do anything with anyone right I'm just gonna socialize because if you came you would understand that it is a house party with sex going on. Like just in rooms around you, there's just like sex going on. The party in particular I go to, not all sex clubs and sex parties, but the party I go to is a very like social house party feel. But instead of, you know how like a house party, people are fucking in like other bedrooms. Yeah. Instead of going to the bedroom, like just people might be fucking on the couch five feet from you. That's so fucking weird to me. (laughs) It's not that I like am against it. It's It's just that like to me, 
sex is like between two, like maybe three people, but the third person. Like, I, <laughs> like that. The pull, the pull quote. <laughs> sex is between two, maybe three. Maybe uh, three people, but like the, not. Maybe three people on a birthday. Like, yeah, on like a fair, on like a golden birthday or something like that. And it can be, you know, like it's whoever, you know, it's like whoever you want it to be. That's cool. But like, uh, yeah. I've just always been like I'm super monogamous sexually. That's fine, and and I can do that with a person who if, if I'm really into them and I want that to be I want her to be my girlfriend. Like I don't mind that. Um, yeah, I almost prefer erring on the more monogamy ish side of things than not. Yeah, and so with quote unquote normal people, so like with someone like you, a, a, a small a fear would be. Okay, I know he's done all this stuff. Does that mean I have to do this stuff? Yeah, to but date uh, them? but you know what a nice way of looking at it is is like, oh wow, he's done all this stuff. I must be pretty cool that he doesn't want to do any of that stuff, and or he's okay wish, with not doing that stuff. I wish anymore. people would see it that way because I'd be I like, think, it's a super yeah. flattering thing that it's not like I'm giving up this. It's just you know, it's just that like I don't need to do that because I've got you, and that's totally all I totally. want right now. But That's they so just nice to think about. they get so weirded out. Be like, oh, he's he did a porno once. I can't date him. Fuck! And that's- I forgot you did a porno once. <laughs> we can never be together, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I've deleted. I've since deleted the iCal reminder. Okay, great. It's okay. <laughs> you know, next year we'll see what's happening in my relationship life. You know. But yeah, I fi- I found that interesting. It's a. Th- have you ever done that where you you thought? There might be chemistry with someone, but it wasn't but like the right, right timing. Yeah. And so you've, you've in your head been like, I should check up yeah. on that. I did that with the guy that I dated before I dated my current boyfriend. With the casual guy? With or, the guy, so with the guy that guy. like really hurt my feelings. Okay. So he ended things with me because he had just been broken up with like a couple months before. And we met each other. It was like very much a whirlwind. He was like, I'm just not ready. I can't give you what you want right now. And I was, but I knew that we were going to be at the same summer stock theater that summer. That's always where it goes down is summer stock. Summer stock, you and fucking actors so are so fuck, It's just like kinky. a one big. It's like there's just <laughs> sex. It's like one big sex party like on a college campus. But um, I was like, in, in a couple of months when we go to that summer stock together, like he's going to be ready. We're going to date. It's going to be so great, and we'll have given each other the time that we need to like for him to recover yeah. and for like. And and for all that to be good, and then I, I met my boyfriend, like, and that time, and that's why the whole I've done this with like a few women over the course of years, uh, and it always works out that when that reminder comes up, that's not the right time either, and then the next time's not, not you know. So originally, when I thought that, I was you know for me the bad timing was I was dating your a friend of yours, yeah. Um, and then, and then another bad timing was something else, and, yeah. or, or then I had, was going through the bigger breakup, and the, yeah, so it's uh, yeah. it's odd. It's like a weird that. thing, and like, but if you keep like wait, I mean, I'm so glad that I felt there's this weird thing. I feel like so many of my friends right now are going through it, which is just coincidentally is this thing of like, oh, they're not ready now, but they could be ready, so I'm gonna wait for them to be ready. I'm like, but that's. 
that's kind of fucked. Like, well, it's if you're dating, if you're seeing a person, and they're like, "Well, I'm fucking him, and I really want him to be a boyfriend, but he's not ready for boyfriend now." So, so I'll keep but, fucking him until he's ready. He ain't gonna say, be ready. Yeah, and probably. what is that person saying though? Too is like, I'm not ready to date you right now because chances are I'm gonna want to fuck somebody else. I really well, don't think everyone's it's like gonna want to fuck somebody else. Yeah, but, that's but like I, because I want to be able to act on the impulse to like fuck other people for a little while, but then I'll be ready. It's like. What are you getting out of that by waiting around for that person? I mean, I don't know. That's just not my style. I, I yeah, no. I think it, it's I think it's a lot of people settling. Uh, yeah, it's like you're afraid, and at the same time, I'm kind of in that place too because um, I'm sure the person I'm seeing right now would like things to get even more serious. But I'm still um, I'm getting better now. But when things were starting to pick up steam, I went through this really bad breakup with the opera singer, mm-hmm. and so I, it kind of really slowed things back down with her and uh now it's starting to trying to pick back up again but we'll see she's on the more like poly slutty side that like i would need her to try to slow rain it in i would need her to rain it in yeah imagine that you you folks on facebook all think like i'm crazy and slutty and and nuts but like there's you guys don't even know that half of it i'm sure the people i hang out with i look like a prude yeah like, I can only imagine. I'll go like I go to the <laughs> gangbang and be like, "Is it okay if I only receive oral instead of fucker?" They're like, "Why?" I just, I don't like the fuck on first encounters, and they're like, "I mean, I guess, but like, why?" You know, like they look at me weird that yeah. I don't want to fuck everything. I mean, but at the it's same a- time, <laughs> like I, a part of me feels like a little bit jealous that like people are able to just appreciate sex in that way. And the only way are, you can be jealous about that is if there's a part of you that does appreciate sex no, in that way and you're not acting on it. Like, I mean, I think there's a like I because jealousy. The jealousy means that you it's it's almost like a, a fear of missing out. So yeah. the only way you're fearing it, missing out on it, is if there's a tiny part of you that wants it. There's not like so. This is what I mean by that. There's like I don't I don't have the desire to like have sex with multiple people. Mm-hmm. I don't have a desire to like see other people doing it, like anything like that. Um, it, it, it's not like a turn on for me. I've like, and I, and I have like given it thought because I actually, I have a lot of friends who sort of, who that's how they live their sexual lives. And I think it's like very, you know, I think it's cool that they're able to do that because I think a large part of what you need in order to be able to have such a healthy sexual relationship with people is to have a really healthy sexual relationship with yourself and I like so don't. buy your sex toys. Go to manorpop.com, Click the Beyblade yeah. banner. Yes. Um, plug, plug, plug. I get a little kickback. Sorry. Totally good. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Though it's like I could never be in it. I don't think Rachel now could never put herself in a situation like that because I myself could like I don't but, have but Rachel that at in forty. Me. Maybe but like maybe let's Rachel start at swinging. forty will be like a crazy cougar who like. Yeah, it goes to all. If those you're single at forty, the parties. If you're single at forty, you're gonna be the hot cougar. I already yeah, totally. know. I can My tell goal it. is to be a milf. That's all. You're gonna be a milf. Thank you so much. I, 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 I can, I can see. It. Yeah, I, you have, you have that sight. Yeah, I think I will be. <laughs> but you know, so, so that's the thing that I struggle with is, um, is the feeling that I don't necessarily like. I don't want to be a part of that. But I wish that I could draw a little bit from the confidence and um, you can tell me if I'm wrong, um, that the, the 
that kind of person can have um, and bring that into like my own sex life and my own relationship. I can see that. Yeah. Because maybe it's not, um, maybe it's not like, okay, I need to go try uh, gang gang bang, but it's like, maybe I do want to try um, him being rougher or me being or like me like taking or, charge more. And it's like yeah. in the same way of like me, like wanting the guy to like make, always make the decision in the relationship. Like, <laughs> I can be the one to make the decision and like I can be the one to be like a little bit more sexually mm-hmm. forward, but like I never am, you know? So it's like, that's, uh, that's just like a thing. I'm just working on like being more assertive in all aspects of my life. Word. But, um, I know you got to go, but one, one last cool. thing is, uh, so I did right before, and I forget if we talked about this in the, in that episode, but I, I was dating a friend of yours for a bit who then kind of, and it was kind of out of nowhere, broke things off. Um, she has most recently declined to do the podcast. I have my fingers crossed for maybe at some point in the future. I'm like, come on, Rachel's done it twice. Like, <laughs> no, it's just like it's sort of freeing. It's like sort of therapeutic to talk about. You should, you should talk to her. Just totally give, her give her a pitch. I'm probably gonna see her next week. But like, it is to talk about the things that uh, you know you don't necessarily. We can go a little over if you okay. want. It's okay. Uh, to talk about the things that you don't necessarily feel comfortable, or maybe you shouldn't talk about with your boyfriend or even your best friend. It's almost nice sometimes to talk about it with the person who like isn't invested in the everyday goings on of your life. Yeah. And, um, but the difference between, uh, you know, where us, it was just like, we made out a bar once with her. Like we were like, kind of like seeing, I mean like, you know, we were seeing where it was going. I was just starting to get into it when she broke it off. Yeah. Also, you know, she broke it off. Like, I don't know, days after we fucked for the first time. Because so we only had, we only had sex once, we fooled around a lot, but we only fucked once, and then like within a week she ended it. So I'm like, oh fuck, was I that bad? What did like, I what? do wrong? Oh, man, I'm I should, sure. I was mean, I in I, at the wrong angle? What's, what? <laughs> what's yeah, that's so. Did I come weird. too quick? What's the problem? I know, but that's the thing about sex. It's like <laughs> sex makes. That's probably what it was. But <laughs> sex makes everything so complicated, and that's why like I can never have unattached sex. Sex makes everything complicated. It really does. Well, it was, uh, I don't know. Well, because I know with her, she didn't, she didn't like, she doesn't like fuck around. Nope. So when we fucked, I thought that it was like a signifier that like, okay, this, she's like kind of in. Yeah. But um, did she ever say things about me to you? Not really, because I don't, we, she and I have like never been on that level okay. enough. So you're just on casual, like actor friend level. Yeah. And okay. like, we like talk about. I didn't know like how close or not you guys were. Yeah. Like we've never really talked that much i mean all like that time that we all the three of us for like there were like some of us that went out i mean it was it was more just like oh my god i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen between the two of us i don't know what it's gonna be yeah you know and it was like the excitement of that you also showed up looking hella cute and i was like like ah like, like she's great, but then you showed up. She's like, super cute. She's super cute too. But I don't know, yeah, maybe it was a blonde versus brunette thing. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, but I think I was a redhead then. Were you okay? Yeah. Well, I was. I was, I was curious if she had uh, said anything. But okay, cool. No. But but give her pay, give, give her just a little. Yeah, nudge. I'll give her a little. Be like, nudge Look, it's not in that bad. It's, it's good. You can use a fake name if you want to. You wuss. It's uh. Yeah, get over <laughs> yourself. Come on. Uh, well, well, Rachel, thanks for, for coming back again. Thanks, thanks for uh, putting up with me, the, the professing my, uh, my, uh, my, my, uh, eh, my, my eye calendar. Yeah, you. it was your, your, uh, <laughs> your eye calendar of love. Yeah. <laughs> 
what could have what could have been yeah, had totally. i not just lied when i was 19 silly could have been like a 10 year thing could have should have whatever we could no, be look at this, like, we could great be friendship. poor engaged artists together god fuck that <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again you were wonderful why don't you uh say goodbye to folks bye guys later Okay, this time around, I do not have a notification in my phone to call Rachel. Uh, I, I will, uh, I will acknowledge that that ship has sailed, and it's okay. It's fine. It's totally cool. Um, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Uh, let me know what you think. Use the internet to tell me, because there are no other means uh, through which to inform me except for showing up to one of my comedy shows. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Billy Use the hashtag ManWarPodcast. Let me know what you thought. Um, or you can hit me up with an email. You can send me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, all over to ManWarPod at gmail.com. And please join the conversation on the Podcast subreddit. There, uh, you can join comment threads for any episode. Uh, I post all sorts of announcements and news and links, pictures. That's at r slash Podcast. And please, if you can afford it, if you can manage, uh, donate to me and this podcast on Patreon. You'll receive all sorts of uh, fun rewards, including bonus content of this show. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash manwhorepodcast. Now, um, I did a bonus episode with Emma Willman and her roommate, both lesbians. They had a lot of questions for me as a as a heterosexual male, and I was happy to answer them. So we did a little um, did a uh, full length bonus episode of uh, Ask a Straight Guy, and that is available exclusively to ten dollar and higher uh, patrons. So here's a little teaser, and if you want to hear the whole thing, go to Patreon.com/slash Manor Podcast. Pledge your support. Stay slutty. It's a hard, it's a hard That's issue tough. because I was with, um, I dated an, an M to F mm-hmm. and I had sex with her. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, and she was so, I think it's just an open. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. M to F. Okay. Yeah. M to F. So she was a female. Um, and so I don't know. I, but I still think had she not told me. She was the most amazing person. You were going to find out eventually. Well, no, actually, she had had a very oh, nice she, work done. Oh, oh, she, oh, she had it snipped off. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, full and beautiful work. Um, I mean, that's yeah, that surgeon was an artist, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But so, but I still think I would have been upset. I think there are certain things when you're intimate with someone that do need to be disclosed. Mm. 